You can reduce your auto loan rate with UK Federal Credit Union. We offer low auto loan rates so that you can refinance and earn a 1% cash rebate on the amount financed. You can apply at UKFCU.org at the dealer or at any of our six locations. It's UKFCU. It's banking only better. Member qualifications apply. Existing UKFCU loans not eligible for rebate. Maximum cash rebate of $1,000. Full disclosures at UKFCU.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Following is a paid program on 630 WLAP. Welcome to the Tom Dupree Show. This week, joining us at Darsh Meshru, Philip Sexton, Mike Johnson, and our host, Tom Dupree. All right, so I don't know. Is that Vince Gill singing? If it is, um, if it is, then he would have, this song would have been made after 1978, which was, it's the Pure Prairie League. And, uh, when I saw them, it was at the Student Center Ballroom at the University of Kentucky. And I would say it was about 1973. And I know he wasn't in the band at that time. You would think they would have been from Oklahoma or somewhere, but they were actually from Waverly, Ohio. And uh, made a very uh, generous use of the pedal steel guitar. That, being the Pure Prairie League. Um, okay, let my, give Mike the mi- microphone because I want to get his. So is, is that Vince Gill on the vocals? I don't think it is. I don't. I don't think it is. Yeah, he sounds a little different. Yeah. So, but did you ever see this band? No, in, no, I've ne- I never have. Not, you, not you've heard of them. I've heard of. Yeah, I've heard their yeah. music of, but I've never they seen. They were them incredible. I'd like to see Vince Gill. Yeah, um, I don't know. Well, he's with the Eagles now, so right? You got to go watch them. I'd gladly uh, watch them. Six hundred. I've seen. I've seen them twice. A long time I, I, I ago. I would say the the the, the face is six hundred. I'd say you're gonna f- pay a grand. Oh yeah, I saw I saw the Eagles in Cincinnati. I think the other place was at Columbus. Yeah. Uh, probably twenty years ago. Phenomenal concert. All right, Fed couldn't say it better. I can't say it better. Fed, Fed, just cut it off right there. That's fine. The song was about over with. Fed signals asset purchase is likely slow this year. Oh, so I I guess that's called a taper. Uh, you know. That doesn't mean you stop. You just taper, you know, wonder if they'll ever, you know, gosh, wonder if somebody came into the fed and said, you don't have enough capital for, uh, all the assets you're carrying on your books. You know, well, has anybody shock tested the fed? You know, I know they do that with, uh, JP Morgan <laughs> and all these other ones in the event, interest rates went up 3% or something and, and all their mortgage backs. Uh, suddenly had a duration of 30 years, um, could happen. Um, but anyway, so the federal reserve officials last month indicated they were on track to begin reversing their easy money policies later this year. Ah, we're going to tighten. We're going to tighten despite lingering differences over when exactly to pull back support for an economy growing faster than they expected earlier 
in the year. Well, elements of the economy are growing fast. I, I wouldn't say the whole thing is. It's a kind of a screwed up mess, but what do I know? I've only been doing this 43 years. That actually disqualifies me. So you guys talk. So, I mean, you know, this was expected, uh, the Fed tapering, just because we've seen over the last year, uh, unemployment has declined. Uh, inflation has started picking up, although here recently it's it's slowed down. And, and that was also normal. That was expected given that we had, uh, you know, a complete shutdown last year. Uh, the difficult- Was it, uh, so during COVID we were experiencing deflation, right? In certain uh, services, for sure. Now, um, immediately in March, April, when things shut down, yes, I would say most goods also experienced deflation. When did oil actually drop down to its uh, zero or whatever it was? Uh, that was around April of last year. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, the market bottomed in March, but I think oil prices bottomed a little after that. Uh, yeah. Market bottomed right at the end of March. Um now, the the response to uh, the shutdown in the economy and the slowdown in the economy was to, uh, uh, you know, inject massive stimulus, fiscal and monetary. The question now is once, you know, the stimulus kind of dries up, whether it be, uh, uh, you know, unemployment uh, benefits or uh, money that the government, uh, uh, you know, was paying uh uh, or, you know, n- not just unemployment benefits, but uh, other stimulus money that went towards whether it be tax breaks or, um, uh, you know, bolstering uh, certain other parts of the government itself. So I, I think once that ends, uh, it remains to be seen if, uh, you know, the economy can readjust quickly. Uh, and if it does, then there's a strong case to uh, start tapering. Otherwise, uh, you you could you know see higher inflation going forward. The operative phrase in there is once it ends. Right. That that's true. You, yes. You could, you could throw an if in there. Right. I think the the interesting thing from this too is just how codependent the the market has become. Because no kidding. From from the look of this, you know, all the the only thing that the Fed really talked about was ending the hundred and twenty billion dollars a month in purchases. You know, slow, tapering that back. They didn't talk about raising interest rates. They didn't talk about even selling off their balance sheet. It was we're just not gonna. You know, it's almost like going into right. the ER and saying, "Well, we're going to drop your morphine pump down a little bit, you know, and and your patient starting to scream at you." And that that's that's a, that's, that's actually a very good analogy. I mean, it is like drug addiction. It's the same thing, really, in my opinion. And it's yeah, exactly. And it's it's kind of it's kind of scary to think that just that small little thing, you know. I'm, it caused it caused some volatility in the market this week. Um, Maybe we need some. We we do, but uh, you know it, it just shows how fragile the system really is at this at this moment in time. When you're talking about volatility in the market, I mean it's been an incredibly calm. Um, I guess it's been is it October or August of last year, Darsh, where since we've actually had a five percent correction in the market. It, it was uh, October, right before the election. October. Uh, so since then, we've not had a 5% drop in the market. Um, and, you know, historically, it's averaged somewhere around two times a year that you have that. Um, and so it's been an incredibly calm market from that perspective. I mean, the VIX was very low. You know, this week, it's the VIX is starting to go up, the volatility index um, you've seen, you know, yields on the 10 year treasury start to go back down. Um, so you're, you're, what you're talking about in codependency, um, we've seen this a few times in the past too. Um, when we had the taper tantrum, you know, several years back, uh, it was same thing, uh, and they reverse course. Um, so don't know, we'll, we'll see, see how this plays out, but. Right. I mean, 
one of the immediate differences was when um, the taper tantrum happened in 2013 uh, interest rates uh, spiked on the long bond on the 10 year and 30 year this time around uh, they've actually dropped uh, indicating that um, you know the market the bond market does not uh, expect uh, inflation going forward and uh, in, in fact you know the the way the bond market is acting we may not see inflation for a long time to come but in the the other article that goes right along with what you just said um talking about uh, uh inflation uh th- this was in I believe this was in the economist um but america's inflation scare becomes less menacing uh decelerating used car prices suggests the surge may be transitory um looks at different asset classes you know obviously used cars um at the you know the last reading you're seeing a huge surge in used cars well prices. i mean they were nutty i mean yeah. they were you you could you could drive a, a what, what were the cars that elizabeth please uh you remember this the the car that that we saw that somebody had drove it for a year and they could sell it for what he paid for it Do you remember what model that was? Shoot. So, I mean, had, we had some friends that had a Kia Telluride that they bought in, I think it was 20, yeah, I think it was 2018, and they drove it, or no, 2019, they drove it for two years and turned around, and they paid, I think they paid 39 for it, and they turned around and traded it in for 38.5. Five hundred dollars worth of depreciation, and they they were on vacation in Florida, and the How'd dealership. They get home? Well, well, the dealership was like, "Hey, you know, <laughs> do you want to sell your car?" And they're like, "Well, you offering?" And they, I mean, it was one of them. Well, yeah, five hundred dollars worth of depreciation. Were they Ubered around years. from then on? Or? No, they uh, they traded it in and drove off the the lot with a Tahoe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, hey, you know, whatever. But um, it was somebody told me that, and, and he made money. He he bought his car new, and then actually they paid him more, and th- so that's nuts. Yeah. I mean, Go ahead. I, I was gonna say uh, last month uh, you could uh, a new Tesla was uh, cheaper than a used Tesla because uh, there was an eight week uh, wait period to buy uh, a new Tesla. It would take eight to twelve weeks to get the Tesla. Uh, whereas you could buy a used Tesla with a few miles for uh, uh, for a higher price. I I I heard some. I was talking to somebody, and they were saying something along the lines of because the the auto manufacturer sets your MSRP, and so what some dealerships were actually doing was sending the vehicles home with the. Um, with the the salesman to put some miles on them put some miles on them and turn around and add sell them as a demo add two thousand dollars to the price uh, because now it's a used vehicle and <laughs> it, you know what that reminds me of it's the same kind of crazy behavior when when the financial crisis hit in 08 i had a loan that was tied to my house and the bank said we got to get rid of these loans tied to real estate. Just take it off your house and make it a personal loan, unsecured. They actually, <laughs> because of the regulators writing them up over real estate loans, they said, we'll just make it unsecured. You can still have the loan, but we don't want it attached to real estate. And I'm going, y'all are nuts. You know, I mean, that's the most stupid thing I ever heard of. It's the same thing with paying over face value for a used car. The market gets nutty sometimes. Right. I mean, if there's any way to short used cars right now, that would be (laughs) what you would do, you know. Right. So maybe you short, uh, I don't know, uh, CarMax or or any of those things. Right. But you've started to see, you know, used cars, uh, airlines, furniture, uh, clothing, um, you're starting to see some of that uh, normalize, not increase at the the rate that they were, or or actually decline slightly. 
Um, so it, it goes to the question of how much of the inflation that we're seeing, how much of that is transitory. And to your point, you know, or the bond market is telling you they don't see that as a problem right now. Yeah. You are seeing some of these, really what it is, is, you know, just the supply chain issues stemming from COVID that are working their way out. Yeah. I mean, I'll give you an example. I mentioned it last time, ammunition, uh, 12 gauge target shells couldn't find them three months ago forget it you know then they they finally settled out at about a hundred dollars a flat up from what 60 or something maybe a year or so ago Uh, now you're seeing supply you know same thing with lumber different things my belief is that the next leg for oil is going to be down that's what i think but who knows I mean, it's, yeah, it's kind of broken down here recently, you know, hit almost 75 and now it's down to about 65. So there's already been a $10 drop. Um, so it's, it's definitely possible. Um, from what I understand, the, uh, you know, demand, the supply side is still, you know, kind of tight when it comes to oil, uh, especially if things reopen. But here lately, we've seen, you know, a slowdown in things reopening because of the uh, Delta variant. So I don't know if that'll, you know, put a damper on prices further. Right. And then the calls for, you know, OPEC to increase production and, you know, other countries coming online. Right. Yeah, that was, um, you know, the interesting thing, too, the, the calls for OPEC to increase production. Really, when they... When they originally, when all that happened was, what, 2014, and they kept production high trying to shake out all the, um, the wheat players in shale. Um, I told you this the other day, and like I said, really what they should have done was in the middle of COVID, <laughs> spiked it up, you know, added 3 million barrels of supply, and then that would have shook them out in about six weeks. Um, yeah, that'd be the end of them. Yeah. And, well, of course – then oil would have gone to zero and stayed there mm-hmm. ah, for about six weeks. And then yeah. we'd be at a hundred about two, two days after that. But I think the, uh, to, to that point, you know, what you were saying, Adarsh, there's been a, a huge slowdown, um, in reopening. So, you know, we were, we were projecting cruise lines to come back on, um, flights to start getting more, uh, traction, all kinds of different things and uh you know the delta variant and uh different kind of regulations involved has really pulled back on uh the outlook for future demand but you know that so to what you were saying tom there's definitely a lot more pressures on the downside to oil than there are the upside um in the near term at least okay here's the stock market's wall of worry as the s p 500 trades near a peak all right so I'm reading things saying we're going to have a correction now. It's going to happen pretty soon. Um, and that, how does that affect our clients? Well, one of the things that we have found is that as the stock market trades higher, dividend stock yields are lower because uh, the relationship between price and yield is an inverse one. As the price of an asset goes higher, the yield, the purchase yield goes lower. And, uh, you know, we have been for a while unable to really buy things in a range that we thought was really attractive in terms of dividend yields and that sort of thing. Could this possibly affect that? Where we start seeing more opportunity? Yeah. I think so. You know, as Mike was saying earlier, uh, in a given year, you know, you see at least a couple of five, sometimes 10% corrections. In a bad year, you'll see a 15, 20% correction. And then in a really terrible year, you'll see 35, 40% like, like, like we did last year. So what, what about a really, really, really terrible year? Yeah, that would be like the financial crisis where you saw 45 plus percent or the Great okay. Depression. Right. <laughs> um, Dump. Yeah. <laughs> so um, if we do see, you know, a 10% correction, I, I think that overall will be, uh, uh, you know, we might start seeing some opportunities because really outside of certain areas, you know, like tech, um, 
valuations are perhaps uh, reasonable, maybe slightly expensive. So a 10% correction should bring them back to reasonable. Yeah, but there's uh, a whole lot of stocks trading for 20 times th- sales. Those are mostly high growth tech stocks. And uh, historically, high growth tech stocks have always traded, uh, you know, for outrageous valuation. So Amazon throughout its history has never been a cheap stock. Um, same applies to a lot of other uh, tech companies. But uh, some of them we know are just, you know, just because they're tech stocks, they're not really high growth. Uh, there's nothing great about them are still trading at elevated valuation. So those will probably see a pullback. And then there'll be a few that are here to stay. They'll do well. Same with SPACs, you know, uh, 80, 90% of SPACs may just go by the wayside, but there'll be a few that are legit companies and they'll do well over time. Well, and I, I think you've actually started to see, um, in a lot of instances, those corrections taking place in those high growth tech names. Right. Um, you know, you talk about SPACs, a lot of those are down 50 plus percent. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, since they found, we a talked to one of them. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so, <laughs> If you're thinking about buying a company called App Harvest, call us first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Give us a call <laughs> before you do that. Um, I, I'm not saying anything negative or, or positive. I'm just saying give us a call. Um. Uh so the uh the the fang stocks uh i mean you know i didn't say anything negative <laughs> no no you didn't um the the fang stocks they they had what about six months of plateauing um while Almost, right while that, still growing right that's true you know so you you look at some of these things and um really Listen, I don't know if it's working out anymore. But I really love you. I really love you too, but I just need more. If you need more from your air conditioner, call All Trade Services. All Trade Services has all the tools you need to make your relationship with your air conditioner feel whole again. Be sure to call us for heating, plumbing, and electric service too. Call All Trade Services at 859-983-0279. That's 859-983-0279. All Trade Services. Let our family family take care of yours hey how many credit cards are in your wallet the only card you need is the uk federal credit union visa platinum card which offers rates as low as 7.24 percent apr when unexpected expenses arise you need a credit card with options like the uk federal credit union visa platinum card with no annual fee and no balance transfer fee annual percentage rates apply member qualifications apply but the rate is variable and it applies to visa or platinum card subject to credit approval and subject to change for full disclosures visit ukfcu.org federally insured by ncua you look at what the market's been doing over the past month, month and a half, there's been kind of this bubbling. And if you can start to climb this wall of worry that we were discussing, you know, that's, you either need to see it pull back or things to start being put behind you. Right. All right, we've got to jump out of this segment. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show. We'll be back in just a few minutes with more. Stay tuned. One, one moment. It's this. The best way I can help is if I step aside. Then another moment. More of this. The bill is passed. Trillion dollar debt bond. You're getting hit by higher prices. And at any moment, this. Code red for humanity. It is severe increase in the disease. Mask mandate. Southern border. Check in and you won't miss a moment. Today we come to this moment. For all of life's moments. What happens next? News Radio 630. WLAP. Hi, I'm Tom Dupree at Dupree Financial Group. If you ask most people, they will say the most valuable thing in the economy is money. In fact, it's so valuable that our Federal Reserve has printed an unlimited supply of it. Because as we all know, money is what makes the world go around. However, over time, it seems that it takes more than the promise of big money to actually motivate people to work. If it were only about money, all the jobs out there going begging for workers would be filled tomorrow. It seems like it takes more than money to get people to begin to think, to begin to act. 
For a free review of your retirement investment account, call Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. And be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show on Saturday mornings at News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com and Louisville's Talk Radio 1080 WKJK and WKJK.com. It can happen easily. A few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go, and you think of calling for a ride home. What's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone, drive sober, or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. Hi, I'm Tom Dupree. I've been in the investment business for 42 years. In this business, you observe human nature closely, and if you really observe, you might learn something. One thing I've learned is that when everybody is telling you something, it's usually wrong. Truth typically speaks in a small voice that requires effort and discernment to recognize. This is as true in the investment business as it is in life. Advice dispensed loudly and in a pushy way is usually being given with an ulterior motive, not one that is designed to benefit the hearer. For a free review of your retirement investment portfolio, Call the Prefinancial Group at 859-233-0400 or look at deprefinancial.com. And be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show on Saturday mornings on News Radio 630 WLAP and Louisville's Talk Radio 1080 WKJK. Mix of sunny clouds across the area for your Saturday. It's a little on the humid side, nothing we can't handle for the middle of August. Temperatures topping out into the middle 80s, an isolated storm risk. An isolated storm risk again as we go into your Sunday. Temperatures into the mid and upper 80s will carry those upper 80s into the start of next week. From the WKYT First Alert Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chris Bailey. Broadcasting live 24-7 from the Red State Barbecue Studios. This is News Radio 630 WLAP. I don't know about you, but I need a night out on the town like right now. Yeah, I'm ready to travel again. I even miss those tiny bags of presses to get on flights. I miss fighting for the bartender's attention. You know what I miss? I miss falling asleep during the in-flight movie and waking up in a new city. I miss singing karaoke off-key in front of strangers. Getting vaccinated is the most effective way to help prevent COVID-19 and get back to the good times. I got mine. Me too. Find a COVID-19 vaccine location near you at vaccines.gov. Hi, I'm Tom Dupree. I've been in the investment business for 42 years. In this business, you observe human nature closely, and if you really observe, you might learn something. One thing I've learned is that when everybody is telling you something, it's usually wrong. Truth typically speaks in a small voice that requires effort and discernment to recognize. This is as true in the investment business as it is in life. Advice dispensed loudly and in a pushy way is usually being given with an ulterior motive, not one that is designed to benefit the hearer. For a free review of your retirement investment portfolio, call the Prefinancial Group at 859-233-0400 or look at DupreeFinancial.com. And be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show on Saturday mornings on News Radio 630 WLAP and Louisville's Talk Radio 1080 WKJK. 630 WLAP.
Welcome back to the Tom Dupree Show for the second segment of the second hour. I bet you all didn't know that Tom was a backup singer in a previous career. We are powered by Dupree Financial Group. Joining us, Adarsh Meshru, Philip Sexton, Mike Johnson, and our host, Tom Dupree. So that's more of the Pure Prairie League, which was named for a uh, fictitious temperance society in Kansas that was supposed to be eliminating alcohol on the frontier. I don't think they did a very good job, but made it for an interesting name. Okay, it's time to rethink aging and retirement. The AARP's Jenkins said, okay, so the AARP. You know, I could have joined that sucker 14 years ago at the age of 50. Uh, you're not that far away, Mike. I mean, hey, I'll tell you something funny. I am a member of the AARP. How? <laughs> so, it was a little side note. You're uh, supposed to be 50. Well, you can join it at any age. And, Are you kidding me? And you get big discounts at AT&T with your cell phone plan if you're a member of AARP. <laughs> So Just you joined as, it to do that? I did. Oh, you, you so, don't. So I get the amazing AARP magazines at my house. Do you really? I do. So do you, you pay dues? like to? Yeah, uh, but you, you can actually cancel your membership to AARP after you sign up for the discounts at AT&T. <laughs> I wouldn't be broadcasting. Not saying you should or, yeah. or that I did. So That's right. In 2020, the world was turned upside down by the COVID-19 pandemic, but it also marked another milestone that will change the world. The number of people 65 and older outnumber children under age five for the first time in history. And this is just the beginning. Our ability to live longer, healthier, more productive lives and one of humankind's greatest accomplishments. Over the rest next two decades, the number of people age 65 and older will nearly double to more than 72 million or one in five Americans. And most 65-year-olds today will live into their 90s. Some researchers believe that the first person who will ever live to 150 is alive today. So my guess is that what the article is saying is that this idea of retiring at age 65 is 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 just kind of nuts. Yeah, I mean, the, the classic idea of retirement, or I mean, even take it to Social Security, you know, when Social Security started, why did they pick the age they did? Because that was the life expectancy, essentially. Um, same thing with the idea of retiring at 62, 65. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a notion that over the next decades will change probably pretty dramatically. Um, and one of the, the phrases they use here, and, and I'll, I like the way they do this because it, it, it has a completely different meaning. Um, you know, the idea of saving for retirement, that's what everybody's heard over and over and over. They're adjusting that saying to saving for life. And I like that because retirement like a lot better. Yeah. Retirement has that idea. You, it's yeah. the notion of stopping you 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 halt your productive capacity. Yeah, you're done with your productive activity, which is just that's not there. There's nowhere in human history that people did that. If you go back even a hundred years, um, yep. and and then all the time before that, there's never been. Uh, that's never been something that uh, you uh, expected to do. Right. And, and so the, the implications for saving for life, it, it doesn't negate the importance of saving, um, but it, it changes the idea of how those funds should or could be used. You know, if, if, if life expectancy increases to, you know, mid nineties to the hundreds, um, you have a longer productive life you, you because before when you retired quote unquote retired it's because you had to physically mentally you had to do it um with the advances in healthcare and where over like i said over the next couple of decades 
your physical and mental ability to be productive, um, earn a li- earn a living, um, do something, um, increases dramatically. So the the whole idea, I think, should should shift um, where you financial independence is still a priority where you have the flexibility to do things, but it's not the idea of at age X, I now become a net taker of things. You know, it's still a, you're, you can still produce, still have a, you know, earn a living. Um, so I, I really like this. And some of the other implications obviously are how long do you, uh, does your money have to last? Uh, if life expectancies continue to increase, which they expect that they will, um, your savings have to last a lot longer. Um, so that carries all the repercussions and implications of how is it invested? Is it really invested for a long-term perspective? We get the question all the time, well, I'm 65. Do I really need to be invested X percent in stocks? It's like, well, yeah. Yeah, you do. Cause okay. Uh, let's say, let's say that person's retired and they're drawing X percent from the portfolio, you know, a 10 year treasury bond is paying one point less than 1.3%. Um, yeah, that's, if you're taking 3%, you're depleting your principal. You know, I've been in, in the, this in business, it'll be 43 years in September. My career has been full of anomalies. As soon as I got in the business, within the next three years, four years, interest rates got higher than they've ever been pretty much in the history of mankind. Not just the history of the world, mankind. We'd never had interest rates that high for that long. Then... Over the next 30-plus years, the stock market got higher than it's ever gotten in the history of mankind. We had these massive uh, shifts in capital from one asset class to another. Um, Hey, how many credit cards are in your wallet? The only card you need is the UK Federal Credit Union Visa Platinum Card, which offers rates as low as 7.24% APR. When unexpected expenses arise, you need a credit card with options, like the UK Federal Credit Union Visa Platinum Card with no annual fee and no balance transfer fee. Annual percentage rates apply, member qualifications apply, but the rate is variable and it applies to Visa Platinum Card, subject to credit approval, and subject to change. For full disclosures, visit UKFCU.org, federally insured by NCUA. And tremendous amounts of monetary wealth being created, uh, unrivaled by anything we've ever seen before. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's been remarkable what we've seen over these years. But that doesn't mean we couldn't see more anomalies going forward. Uh, And the reason if you were a person who really had no knowledge of how these things work, but you had money that needed to be invested, it would seem to me it would make sense to have a financial advisor that had some small grasp of the amounts of basically the way the market can get entirely out of whack in either direction, you know? Right. And it's, you know, you you have the extremes in the markets. Um, You know, you have extremes in um, politics. You have extremes in um, fear, greed. You know, the, in, in finance, it's, it's always, there's always extremes. Um, Honestly, that's what makes a market. Um, You can't have it if you don't have that. And, and, the Fed and the central bank's desire to take extremes out of the marketplace actually are setting us up for a market at some point that will be so extreme you won't even know what to do with it. I mean, yeah. that we're, we're, we're living in an age where 
government corrections, which have been built up and built up and built up and built up, we'll see if they hold, if there's a major problem somewhere. And if they don't, then it's it's kind of the wild, wild west again. Right. And uh, you better be ready for whatever might come down the pike. Right. I think something, you know, to, to think about from this article where, where my mind kind of trends is if you think longer life expectancy, longer work life expectancy, you know, the average person used to retire at somewhere between 60 and 70. Well, if you stretch that out to, let's say, 70 to 80, um, now you've you've kept this in and you still have more people coming in on top of technological advances um, that are good uh, for productivity. But I think about if the population continues to grow and the job market doesn't happen, you know, doesn't follow along, what, what really happens you get 20 years out down the road? You know, what, what happens from something like that? I'm looking at you, Adarsh. <laughs> I mean, uh, who knows what will happen in 20 years because that's just too far out. But, uh, I mean, if the population keeps growing and if there are in, aren't enough jobs, then there will be more discontent. There will be change in governments or governments will try to, or the government will try to placate people by having more transfer payments, welfare schemes, et cetera. I'll tell you one thing that would happen. You'd keep a lot more experience in various industries. You know, you, you think of medical or, I mean, almost any any profession, um, you're going to have a longer uh, period of building the experience and keeping that experience in the profession. And so you could actually see uh, quality of services uh, go up because of that. In certain industries, In certain sure. industries. Yes. Uh, Our kids will just stay in college into their 30s. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be too. That's an industry. Yeah, hey. yeah. I mean, especially if they make it free, free college till you're thirty. But go ahead. No, go ahead. The thing is, stay productive. How do you do it? That's up to each individual. You have to figure out. You know, I like thinking about things that are outside the box. It takes a while. Nothing is quick. Anything that you do takes a while. It takes thought. Go ahead. That's. I mean, all I was all I was going to say is that as a country, we're going to have to find a way to to your point, Tom, find a way to stay productive, become more productive, um, add layers of productivity in areas that we're you know we don't have right now. Um, it'd be interesting to see, and and that's where you know thinking of things outside the box there there has to be people out there like that to you know create industries create things like that that you know ultimately will be wealth drivers be job drivers everything of that nature right and i think we are seeing a lot of that right now uh we saw that you know in uh the 90s where uh the internet tremendously increased product productivity now you are seeing major advances in healthcare biotech um, also you know just tech any any field that you can think of is being disrupted by by tech so you know i'm i'm pretty optimistic about the next 10 20 30 years I, i'm i'm just i'm circling back around i've been just thinking about it like the the, the experience and expertise that could stay in the market more. I was just, I was just thinking about well, that. Oh, all right. Dr. Blank. Yes, exactly. Dr. Other Blank. Yeah. How many Dr. Blanks do we know that because of malpractice insurance and the fact that the lawyers can get in their pocket if something screws up and they get scared, they quit doing it, and what do we see? That, what happened to them? Decline. Yeah. Here are people that are supposed to be and have helped so many people healthcare-wise. One of them's no longer with us. The other one's got some issues. You know, 
I mean, and these are incredibly talented individuals, and that talent is not being used at all. Right. So what's going on in healthcare is not relying on the wisdom of the older people. It's being driven by drug companies, by whatever. Right. But it's not being, it's not tapping into the, the wisdom that they've had in the past. Right. And if, if people are able to stay in their job longer and pass that experience on to the new generation that's coming up, what it does, it elevates that entire industry. Um, and it, it, I want to, I want to, I want to take you high. Yeah. It, hi yeah and it, baby baby <laughs> baby light my fire yeah exactly 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 i'm sorry you were talking about taking you higher you know it just it just kind of hit me you know i mean sorry see, hey. see I, I i went i you would think i'm not serious about things i'm very serious see, that's I, how I, I was thinking of the song can you take me higher oh okay see I, you know i mean it's just but anyway, you sing better than I do, though. Um, the the other thing, though, you look at uh, wages. Yeah. What well, what is it with you and the singing? I don't know. The gene <laughs> passed me up. I love music. You can play. You're you're a hell of a player. I can play. I can. Of course, you got a wife. I love that can it. Sing us out of the. My wife can sing great. Every our, member of my family can sing. That gene passed me, clearly. Um, but you look at wages too, and if you're looking at an experience that passes, um, you know it would probably yeah. help help wages in that industry too. Why um, wouldn't it? Because you're it, it's it's you know the bottom line is okay, knowledge is software exactly. Okay, what is good software? Good software doesn't crowd your computer with a bunch of worthless little things it, it figures how to go from point a to b the quickest so the best software is the most simple about doing a task without a lot of extra stuff um that's what knowledge is but it seems like we're in a society where the pushback is about making things more complicated because it makes somebody some money everybody has known for years that Microsoft is an inferior software to Linux, but because Microsoft is owned by a trillion dollar corporation that has a lot of power and Linux is not, nobody uses Linux and everybody uses Microsoft, even though one is better than the other. There are a lot of drugs out there for treating people that have uh, depression and things like that. They're very expensive. And then you got something like lithium, which is just an element. It's like $10 to get the prescription refilled. They never prescribe that. Why? There's no money in it. It's all about prescribing or doing the stuff or d doing everything that's got a lot of money in it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what are we trying to do here? We're trying to simplify. Let's, t let's not make it that expensive because you don't have as many moving parts for which you're getting paid. That's true in a lot of things. You look at any industry that's been overly complicated, it's because somebody's getting paid to make it overly complicated. Yep. It's that simple. Same thing with politics, healthcare, you name it. They're all frigged up <laughs> because <laughs> of that. Let's get paid by adding steps. You called it one time rent seeking. Let's find a way to, to make ourselves, uh, relevant, you know, by charging people admission, right? Ah, that's the way I see it. Efficiencies. I mean, that's, that's, that's what drives, I mean, profitability. You look at companies and what they've done in the last year, you know, just technological advancement, ad advancements, um, advancement, 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 um, <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's 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 always efficiencies, um, productivity, good products, good service. That's that's what drives commerce. I mean, there's been a lot of advancements in food, but what's still the most famous thing among certain people in here? 
the hamburger. <laughs> Cheeseburger. Yeah. I mean, you know, why is it? It seems like, okay, I've had 1,532 hamburgers in my life. The 1,533rd, nah, I don't like them anymore. No, it doesn't seem, what is it? The simple stuff endures. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I think I'm going to Five Guys for lunch after that. <laughs> we were in there, or next to it. We go to the Indian restaurant that's next to it, and uh, there's some fairly large people going in there. <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm 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 pulling his mic right now. I bet you all didn't know, listeners, that we have over 77 years of experience sitting around this table cumulatively. What's experience the, is the best what teacher. What good's that done us? Educate, guide, and empower is what good it does. Call us. All right. Go to our website. Uh, phone number 859-233-0400. Website, DupreeFinancial.com. You can send us a message on the website if you have a question you'd like answered on the show. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Going my way. Moving fast. took the vaccine. The new normal. It's all tied in. I don't understand. So now what? As the world endures the pandemic. Force kindergartners to wear masks in school. Life is constantly changing. Releasing people who have tested positive into the general population. We're keeping you informed with the latest updates. It is extremely important. At the top, 30 minutes past, and when it breaks. It is a very high priority. On News Radio 630 WLAP. Hi, I'm Tom Dupree at Dupree Financial Group. If you ask most people, they will say the most valuable thing in the economy is money. In fact, it's so valuable that our Federal Reserve has printed an unlimited supply of it. Because as we all know, money is what makes the world go around. However, over time, it seems that it takes more than the promise of big money to actually motivate people to work. If it were only about money, all the jobs out there going begging for workers would be filled tomorrow. It seems like it takes more than money to get people to begin to think, to begin to act. For a free review of your retirement investment account, call Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. And be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show on Saturday mornings at News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com and Louisville's Talk Radio 1080 WKJK and WKJK.com. You can reduce your auto loan rate with UK Federal Credit Union. We offer low auto loan rates so that you can refinance and earn a 1% cash rebate on the amount financed. You can apply at UKFCU.org at the dealer or at any of our six locations. It's UKFCU. It's banking only better. Member qualifications apply. Existing UKFCU loans not eligible for rebate. Maximum cash rebate of $1,000. Full disclosures at UKFCU.org. Federally insured by NCUA.